There we go. Hello to Synchronize, your entire family. All four of us are here today. It's uh, myself, Olaf, Kitty, and uh, would you like to introduce the dog, uh, Olaf, here? No, I'm going to let Kitty do it. She's holding him. Huh. But it's but he's our son. It's fine. Do you see Daddy? You see no. Daddy? <laughs> no. Rock Howard? Do you see your papa? So, so this is Rock. And we officially went with Rock. Yay! So we also call him Rocky. Yay! He is definitely <laughs> going to get a super cool red jacket someday. Nice. Look at the little puppy. Yes, you. Dude, I like the ear. I like the way the ears are just like moving. He's not, he's not doing the thing that he usually does. Like, let me see. Okay, if I hold him like this, he puts his hands together when I hold him. Like, <laughs> And it's really cute. It's like he holds his hands, but he's he just, just goes, like, yeah. it's like, Mom, why are you paying attention to this and not me? Yeah, yes. he wants attention. See how, he... see how good you look in lighting? Yes. He's so cute. Dude, a natural born pretty baby. So see? we're not sure where we adopted him. Said they estimated him to be about four. I but don't believe it. we're not convinced he's that old. Right. No, not at all. He's still so puppyish and wants to play, and I'm his favorite chew toy. So I think he's like barely three. I mean, th obviously he's been abandoned for a very long time, right? So might have just been one of those situations where he never really got to grow out of the puppy phase, right? So. Just but he is he is full grown though. He is. He's not getting any bigger, right? So. The little guy. He's, fine. He's so tiny. I mean, when I first guy. met him, I seriously thought he was four months, you know, at best. <laughs> seriously. He was, he he's tiny. Funny. He's such a cute little it's thing. Itty it's like itty. the size of a tennis ball. <laughs> you heard that. Mm -hmm. Tiny little thing. I wonder if he can recognize Olaf on the screen yet, if that's a thing or not. He, he looked like he was staring at it and kind of distracted. Like, what? Right. Is that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, now he's looking at a picture of Antonov. That was well, well. I mean, all of us, are, all of us would be looking at pictures of Antonov, right? So I don't think that that's a that's an issue. I wish I had one handy. Okay, so the way I'm holding him right now um, is the way he expects to be held while we're driving, hmm. and I am his hammock. And he gets, and I lean back like this in the chair while he gets to look at everything. He <laughs> loves looking. He loves looking at, he loves people watching. He loves seeing the, the environment he's driving through. Certain cars excite him and he barks at them. Like, this little dog is smart. Like, does he, does I, he, does he stick his head out the window already and sniff everything? Absolutely or? not. We have not even not let him let try. That oh. is so bad for puppies. Fly away! What are you talking about? You Look at him. I mean, he's also, like he's so sleepy. tiny that, like, the smallest thing going in his oh, nose is like Right. Look at him. He's, like, sleeping right now. Yes, as long as he's with me, Mama's boy already, dude. Nice. Mama's boy. <laughs> Meanwhile, but I'm doing my best my impersonation over here because it's, uh... I mean, you've got the shirt, you've got... Well, yeah. I... We're almost all wearing our new shirts. Almost, Mike. Almost. <laughs> Are you gonna 
Damn, about to about to be a Tenno commercial, right? Yeah, now. I know, Imagine right? Doing a Tenno commercial. Oh my <laughs> Mike didn't get the memo, I guess, huh? You just know, a... I just I I loved the way my eyeshadow was with this shirt, like I posted. So I just had to, you know, I, I just had to have it on for the show. But yeah. Roth, you need to go back in your cubby. I've had you way go? too many episodes where oh, I have not boy. been wearing my any SNK clothes. So I I, I'm doing it while I can. Dang. We really do have the entire line. Don't we? We Is this, is this all the, the whole line? Yeah. This is all three of them. Yeah. Cause they didn't make one for the cover art. Oh, that's right. Dude. We didn't even coordinate this either that we would all get the different ones. Did we? No, but like, let's be honest. We all knew good and damn well I was getting this one. So. Yeah. <laughs> I do have, uh oh, we lost Kitty again. I do have that one as well. So, but uh, nicely that I just happened to be wearing the my one today. So I'm okay, just scared Tenno, to wash these. Tenno, please make a shirt for Rock in his tiny size. <laughs> He's, you could do a Garo one with that new poster, please. How does that work, by the way? Can you just get a regular shirt and do you just like, do you actually tailor it for a dog or something? Is that a... Do you really want me to answer all that right now? <laughs> <laughs> that means work. yes, I think so. Probably more than just tailoring it for the dog. Okay, it varies to, too from I dog to dog. Go to work in his office now. Okay. <laughs> all right, he's... We bought him a playpen. It is now called The Office because I have trained Ella and Humphrey in the past to um, go to work. Ooh, that's right. Has has Rock met Ella then? Yes. How are they getting along? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. She, she's tolerating him because, like, Ella is a spoiled brat. Oh. Not my doing. Okay. Not my doing. She is my mama's baby and she like is a spoiled brat. So and I mean we've trained her in the past. She's she's pretty good, but for God, like three, four years now, she's just been an indoor dog completely. She forgot what it's like to be social. And she <laughs> does right. she she loves people. She doesn't like other dogs. Okay. Okay. So, so she wants you know, all the attention basically. Right. It's not that it's, she has the high ground and like when she has the high ground, she turns Napoleon and <laughs> I take her off that high ground and I put her right next to rock and she's like, ah, and runs away from him. So what if, it's like, total... you know how dogs, like they have that fence and they bark at each other and then the fence is gone and they're like, uh, uh <laughs> that's, that's my favorite that's videos. dude. That's Ella. That is Ella. There's that like two Ella. there's like two versions of that video which are like the best basically of, of just the dogs barking and then the fence goes away and they're like, Hey, what's up? You close the fence again and then they start barking. Uh it's hilarious. Over his food dish again, by the way. Nice, nice. He's, He's just taking after Uncle James now, right? He wants to flip the table, so kind of. I mean, like he's like <laughs> He's using it as a toy, and he cannot—not a chewy chew. He's, he he still hasn't grown too accustomed to me yet, but we'll get there at this at some point. He so. likes you. He's interested in you. He just doesn't know you. And I mean, yeah. you've been recovering, 
so we can't fully have exactly have you, exactly you know, in playing around with them yet but don't worry um i'll have a probably, chance yeah i'll have a chance to wrestle with him soon <laughs> you really will and he he loves to he loves to play hands and nice. shoe so you'll you'll have fun with him nice but he's a precious boy he is a little bit of a handful him and kaze are getting along kaze the cat huh interesting they look alike <laughs> yeah, he does match his bigger cat That's brother true. That true i didn't even think so, about that i didn't even think about yeah. that i mean i have a funny video i took i was holding ella and rock and he kept trying to give her kisses while i was holding each of them in an arm and i was having them dance around go make a little video of it later <laughs> <laughs> oh, they will man. like each other damn it Anyways, I mean, that's what I've been trying puppies. to do with. That's what I've been trying to do with my cats for like the last eight years, trying to get them to like each other. Oh man! Yeah, but they like they like snuggle together. Sometimes, together. sometimes. <laughs> I mean, at least they accepted their siblings. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Your side of the room, whatever. Yeah, basically, they don't. Well, like I said, Jasmine hisses at him a lot, but that's just because she gets annoyed easily. She's sensitive, kitty. So, well, again, Nathan is also just randomly just like went bap bap to her a few times, <laughs> so, and she's like, "What the hell?" So, yeah, it's like, he likes to try to put her in headlocks for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's, they're definitely catting, but you know. Uh. It is what it is. That's how they are. So I'm I'm hoping by Christmas these two will be like snuggly by the fire together. Yeah. If not, if not him and Ella, definitely him and Kaze. I would not be surprised. Just hoping that uh that uh that Rock and Ella will get along like uh, Capcom and SNK, right? <laughs> Speaking of Speaking of CBS. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's gonna be like, I'm changing back to the other shirt. I don't care anymore. Oh man. Oh, Let me turn you guys up a little bit because I think you do guys we, are a little Do we do we really do we want to just go into that right now? You, yeah, I mean, why not? Want... I mean, right. that's that's the main thing to talk about. Although there's really, really not much to talk about, to be honest with you, right? So I mean, I mean, we had fun, did we not? Last weekend, this past weekend. We got to we got to participate in the the mayhem event. Oh, yeah. but, but that that's a different topic entirely. Okay, so let's uh, let's go with the CBS talk then. Yeah. So and obviously Oda in general. Oda has stoked the flames of again. CBS3 <laughs> stuff again. Exactly. Again. But I feel like this has kind of been the the, the most that he stoked it since right so i'm not gonna lie this is the most solid yes we both want to because right. at first it was like i would like to would they like to i don't know but i think it'd be fun and now and now it is a a hard confirm yes we both want to we both want to see what happens so let's see when somebody with the budget says, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, so again, Oda just had an interview recently, right? Do we know what it was like with or anything? Was it at, uh, there's 
honestly been so many interviews over the past oh, week. Wow. I'm not positive which which information comes from which one. Uh, <laughs> this, this does come from uh, the from his present one, right? Yeah. Okay. okay so this was a, a lot of European interviews. With which was like the most recent or the one that people are talking about the most. But for like the last three or four months, he has been constantly interviewed. I don't think people yeah, realize yeah. like how much he, he's he was on Harada's bar. Okay. Yeah. Talking. All right. Like he's movie. been everywhere talking. I mean Harada's bar was the one where he actually fully just admitted that they switched from delay based netcode to rollback netcode part way, which is what we all suspected why the game got delayed a little bit, right? I mean he didn't actually say it got delayed because of that, but I think I think we can all kind of put two and two together, he, right? It was definitely heavily implied. <laughs> right. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely correct on that. So, you know, it's he's he's again for the past four months, he's constantly been interviewed and talking about all sorts of wonderful things, including, you know, in that in the tweets uh, that I sent you. The ones about Garo, right, you want to pop those up real quick. Okay, let's see here. I mean, one of the interesting things about this too. hang on a second. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, da, 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 There's da. The, 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 go to the second to the last one. Yeah. So These are this the, one here, right? That one first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. Oops. The original teasers. Exactly. So. So let's see here. Let's, uh, let's chit chat to this because it, it just everything that we're going to talk about right now obviously ties into everything else everyone else has been talking about. So. So right. Yeah. He wanted to go back to do. Garo, right? Yeah, we we remember this Correct. one because this was that was part of the S and K heroines ending, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which female Terry was introduced, and that was part of it. But if you read that first tweet, that's the second one. Yeah, but go back to the first. Oh one. no, people are seeing the first one. People are seeing the first. Oh, one. okay. Yeah. So if you. If you see what he's saying in that one, and then the second one will pop up. Right. So here's the second you one. You already know he was ready and already planning with Garo too. Right, right, right. This, I mean, we know about Garo. The first, yeah, this was the first glimmer of hope for that. So right. all these interviews, he's been talking. Then all of a sudden, during Evo, what do we see? We see that they did a phenomenal collab with Capcom, with Matsumoto-san, making welcome back posters for Evo this year, because why not? Everybody wanted to go big for Evo this year. They have already been talking since past roundtables, and I think this was a phenomenal way to kind of basically... <laughs> Let people know that, hey, we're doing stuff and we're doing things and we're passing around ideas. Like, yeah. you look at those posters. <laughs> we're playing nice a, now. Exactly. And and you look at those posters, already looks like a CVS3 roster to me. I don't know. Kind of does. Kind of does. And yeah. then what happened a few days later? We got a big old tease with all of them going out to dinner 
during oh, Evo. You're, you just accidentally scrolled all the way to the top there. Yeah, I don't even know how that happened. Yeah. All right, let's do this. I mean, again, people don't see this right now, so I'm yeah. trying to throw this. Weird. Yeah. That's, oh, geez, that's not how that works why does it do that that's really annoying anyways yeah here's this dinner here but again you know one of the things that oda said in the most recent interview was literally that you know the posters actually kind of surprised them how much everybody was like oh my gosh cvs 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 and they were like he was like huh it seems like that there is a ton of interest for this so perhaps this is something to do so yeah, well, we have the Capcom and the SNK guys all in this dinner over here. Or not even just dinner. What well, I guess it is a dinner, huh? It is a dinner. It's like it's like a huge round table discussion dinner. Right. And um you know, this this is where obviously the yeah, I wouldn't mind uh making CBS3. What about you? Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Everybody liked our posters conversation happened. Which has led him to say what he has said in these past interviews that everybody is going crazy for. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, right? So, I mean, obviously, okay, SNK, Capcom, talking to each other, having a grand old time here, potentially CVS3. But the question is, does it behoove either company to actually make the game right now? Because... Street right Fighter now, 6 is now? just, yeah, now, now, I mean, anytime soon is probably not the right answer, right? No, if we're, if we're real lucky, it'll be like year three of Street Fighter okay. 6. Okay, I was right. going to say in the third, or, three or four years from now, I would prefer three years from now, you know, when Street Fighter 6 is already mm -hmm. started off and in there, and then we get the first preview teases at another big event of more Garo, maybe a new um, title of that for Garo too. And then we get a quick, really quick teaser of CBS3. Right. Or, I mean, or them even saying CBS3 was greenlit. You know, that I, I, would, I would like it to be slow and steady. And I hate to sound like a jerk right now, but I was really waiting for somebody to leave Capcom so there would be hopes of CVS3 happening. And also there would be, <laughs> hear me out. And there would be hopes of like a new rival schools or a Darkstalkers. But, right. and people would always ask me my opinion. Oh, Kitty, don't you want a new Darkstalkers? Don't you want a new rival schools? And I'm like, yeah, but not till a certain person leaves. So it could actually be good. <laughs> so I'll just leave it at that for now. But the way things are going the way people are actually getting the freedom to do what they want to do, making the games that they want to make. I'm saying I it am again. I happy and optimistic. I've said this a million times on the Tuesday show. I might as well say it here as well. If they make a new Rival Schools, please hire me because I already know how to make the next Rival Schools really sick. And okay, actually, James, if, you, if you get hired, you have to bring me on as a special advisor. All right, fair, okay, fair. Can we just like talk right now? Can we just talk right now? What is it going to take for us to help and contribute what we can for Garo 2 and a CVS 3? Like Capcom. <laughs> well, Capcom, you know, you, know, you know us. Look, I, I, you know us. You could use us. Please. I will. I will Please. let. I will let them 
make the games. It's just rival schools too. <laughs> it's just, I mean, a new rival schools. It's just a new rival schools because it has the potential to be a really fun team game, but I don't want it to be the same kind of team game as in the past. Like I have a completely different take on the way a team game could work. And I think it would be super sick. And so I'm just telling you right now, my idea for Rival Schools 3 would be extremely awesome. And so Rival Schools, Neo, whatever you want to call it. So, you know, just let me know. So. Rival Schools, Rival Schools College Edition. Justice yeah. Revival. Yeah, the only way Justice that College. I would... And then, of course, the only way I've said it a million times as well that I'd want a new Darkstalkers game is if they hire Arxis to do the graphics at least. If they at least hire Arxis to do the graphics. Anything that is the closest to old school pixel animation that we mm -hmm. can get that will be on par. I would have without to costing agree. a trillion dollars. Without costing a trillion dollars, without Capcom trying to have to make their own type of engine to do so. Right. But since we've had roundtables, since we have companies that want to work with others, and since everybody has tossed around guest character from this game to guest character to this game and so on and so forth, I wouldn't think that would be such a big issue or such a big jump in I mean, this day and age. <clears throat> Everybody's already been hiring Arxis to do everything, right? I mean, technically, plus, DNA... plus Arc had BB tag, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like the closest thing to like an actual Mugen ever made. Yeah, and 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 like if you think about it, right? I mean, Nexon hired them for DNF. Bandai Namco hired them for uh, for Dragon Ball, Ball Fighters, yeah, and then. I always forget the name of the company that owns Grand Blue Fantasy. Psy Games hired them. And so, again, there's no reason why Capcom can't hire them just to do the engine. You know what I mean? And just to do Let the... them be the Sega of the FGC. Yeah, you know, basically. The Sega of the FGC. Dude, I mean, Jesus. look. That makes so much sense when you say it like that. Oh, my God. I mean, it's, it's really true. Olaf, because... I know you and I will agree on this one heavily here. Yes, but absolutely. Look what happens when the best companies get together. Because when Sega, Nintendo, and Bandai Namco got together, they produced one of the greatest video games of all time in F-Zero GX and F-Zero AX, right? So combining yeah, efforts too, um, is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, you, you two oh. would on that one. And, I, and yeah. I fully give that to both of you because of how much you both freaking love that game. But again, at this at the same time. <laughs> no, it's not a it's not a Kyo shirt. Sorry, it's there you go. It's just Iori. It's just Iori, so <laughs> it's just Iori. Culture. No, it's yeah. nothing but Iori. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. there we go. <laughs> um, so I mean though, this ties very well into the comment you made about uh them being surprised about the hype for the possible CVS three and the mm -hmm. posters in Ermagerd. Because um CVS one and CVS two did fairly okay when they came out. <laughs> yeah, and SEC Chaos fucking sucks. Yes, like mm -hmm. it just sucks. Mm -hmm. It's got a cool universe, got some cool ideas, and then half the game is fucking Shotos, and the other half of the game is Weirdos, which is fine. 
you know, because they remember Tessa exists before Capcom did. You know, they remember and she we existed for that game. Finally, Mars people fighting. Which Mars people, amazing. yeah. It was, it, was, it was literally, it was either Shodos or Weirdos, and there was, like, no gray area. Right, yeah. Um, and so that game fucking tanked. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. so heartbreaking, because, like, and... I guess after CVS 2, I guess people were expecting the game to be like that, and it wasn't. So, I mean, I was well, hoping it would just be a one v one KOF, and it wasn't even that. And they and they they actually tried to make a whole brand new game. It wasn't like a KOF with. I mean, someone in the chat said it earlier. They want a proper SVC, which is just KOF with. Like, can you imagine if they just made KOF, but all the Capcom characters had the teams of three as well? You know, like that'd be yeah, so. Either, sick. either that, or we get cool mix and match teams. Like, have Team Secret Agent and Cammies on it with right. Mary and Vanessa. Yeah, exactly. That would be sick because it still fits the theme, and you're still allowed to do it. And that would be a new amazing uh, dude, feature they, that I think CSV3 they would need. need dude, really can you good. imagine? The, they should make it so that it's four character teams or something and have... I don't know if you need strikers or whatever, but, like, Dan, Shingo, Sakura, and Yuri all need to be on a team. <laughs> The, the final apprentice team, yeah. <laughs> the the obsessive the obsessive fanboy team. <laughs> Could you imagine the ending for that shit? Oh, oh my god. god, dude! It's gonna it's just gonna be that meme of the guy who's like biting the metal on the pedestal, and then there's twenty people yeah. above him. <laughs> Oh man! Well, um, congratulations, you just made the ending. Nope. Send that, send that to you, Calcom and SK. There you go. Uh, See, we're already is, helping. Point is, those games did not do great, yeah. and they were at you know functionally the dawn of the dark ages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like. I don't know what people expect when, you know, when people in the FGC want a CVS3 because those games are fucking awesome or whatever. Not even talking about just the development elements is that when it came out, the only people who cared were the 0.0001% of humanity that we call the FGC. (laughs) Well, the other thing that's also really, really important to talk about when we talk about this is Street Fighter Cross Tekken. When Street Fighter Cross Tekken came out, it was at the same time as Street Fighter 4. And keep in mind, Street Fighter 4 was already in its fourth year already or so, right? And even then, it was really... It was like conf- year, year one or two of Marvel 3. Right, and it was really confusing. Like, people weren't sure how to treat S- Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Was it like the new game or did people care more about four and it was kind of when capcom was like shoot we shouldn't make too many fighting games at the same time because it's kind of a problem and you know with street fighter 5 as much as street fighter 5 was a disaster on launch it has now surpassed street fighter 2 in terms of overall sales in history right so concentrating on one game has seemed to have worked for Capcom for fighting games at this point. So the question is, is it even worth it for them to try to do two games at the same time? You know, it's, it's a tricky one. So, I mean, this comes back to the other question is, do we have the CVS and SVC problem or do we actually get a joint venture? Because I'm going to be fucking honest. 
I don't want to see SNK characters in the RE engine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. I, I will agree one hundred percent with you on that. I will. We don't Dude. need them looking like infinite. We don't. Dude. We don't Dude. need that. Nobody needs that. Nobody. <laughs> Make a CVS three and hire Arxis to do. It. <laughs> That'll be well, the okay. test for Darkstalkers. Oh. And then, and then you like yes. bring back everyone yes. from Dimps. Yeah. Yep. And then you have Oda direct them. <laughs> Dude. Oh god, how you Dude. Yes. Yes. Dude. Oh my god. Yes. This would no, be the greatest fighting sense. game ever. Uh, because I mean, again, yeah, like, that was back in the pixel days, okay? <laughs> that was back in those good old fashioned pixel days. I mean, Morgan just got tossed around from game and game and game to that, okay? okay it's seriously, like... yes. We have to bring back Pixel Morgan as an alternate character. <laughs> No, that'll just be the costume. Yeah, it'll just be one of the costumes. I mean, that'll be that would have been more funnier than <laughs> that would have been funnier than Fat Mega Man. Okay, let's just put it that way. Oh, I mean, God. yes and no, but like they would have to do it because it's just one of those games that, again, like Doc's uh, Dark Stalkers, that was so sick as Pixel. They and uh, okay, before anybody says anything else, the other thing that will make this game succeed so damn much and i know devs and people will have fun creating it is you need to bring back those fucking level intros yes yes yeah Yeah. the custom level intros are fucking fire and the kof 95 level intros and yeah i mean um, you want this game to succeed it will succeed on intros alone Okay, yeah. trust it's, it's me. Soul. soul goes so fucking far for these projects. It does. And this I, is I, why I, people want a, a CVS3 because look at how much one and two impacted us, even though it didn't have record breaking sales. Like people played it forever. People are still playing them at Evo. Right. Like there's a reason why. Because there was love and heart and soul put into the game. And we're at this turning point right now where people are making games and getting that back again. Yeah. So uh, I, I just want to see all the love. I, I tell it. people all the time too. I mean, I used to, to, to talk to people at Capcom about this all the time, but just goodwill is the most powerful thing that you can spend your money on. You know, I talk about this even with my job as well. Happy employees are uh, are a better company, you know, that kind of thing. Very Goodwill, much. human, investing in human kindness is, you know, one of the most important things. And, you know, putting those silly little intros in there makes such a big difference, you know. It, it adds so much to the game. Now, obviously, in 3D, it's going to be a little bit harder, but... This is why it would be beautiful with someone though? like Arxis. What's that? But is it though? Really, I don't think like it would you be have harder. all these elaborate backgrounds with 3D models and camera panning and stuff. I think it's almost easier now. Well, if you're gonna yeah. build the level anyway. Yeah, I mean, for for this age, I think one of the hardest parts is gonna be: Are they gonna have to do the Marvel three thing, where they just get the voice actors to say as many goddamn names as possible, just in case they add them? Because once you start getting into season passes and DLC, if they add Shingo as a season pass and he doesn't have a special intro with Dan, who was already on the launch roster, you know, people are gonna be like. 
like, no. And so you're going to have to get the Dan actor back in or, you know, I don't know how that works exactly. So, you know, I, they I really don't think it would be that much of a problem if people are already bringing in voice actors and stuff to come back or be different voices for DLC already. Like, I don't think it's going to be a problem because it hasn't we haven't heard anything of it really affecting like any of the um, KOF 15 teams right. at all. Any of the new DLC, any oh, of that. So I, I don't so think it would be too right. much of because a problem. This whole year was already planned out. So we'll see how it feels next year. Yeah. And one thing I do want to mention, uh, addressing uh, Rugal's comment in the chat. He says, in the past, CVS 1 and 2 coexisted with Third Strike and KOF 2000 and 2001. The thing about it is, it's a different era right now. The reason why so many fighting games could coexist is because in your arcade, you only had so many cabinets, right? So when you weren't playing CVS 2, you would go play Guilty. I mean, I played Third Strike at Southern Hills Golfland while waiting for my CVS 2 turn. And, you know, people yep. know I didn't play much Third Strike at all, right? And obviously, yeah, it was on the home systems at those times. But again, it was mostly being fueled by arcade interest. And not only that, as Olaf said, they didn't sell very well at home. <laughs> so a lot of the coexistence was happening because of the arcade environment. Today, what do we have? We have a player like Tokido not even playing KOF. Like, that is like one of the most terrifying things to say because Tokido is, you know, he was amazing he at everything. 13. He was amazing at 13. He used to walk in everything. Yeah, he was one of the best. He would. I mean, he used the most. Fly. He used the most broken character in Soul Calibur Five, but he was winning medals in Soul Calibur Five, you know, and and, and everything like that. So While beating everyone's ass with Hakumen and Blaze Blue. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so and we're in an age now where it is a lot more divided. It is a lot more separate. People like me who try to play every game is actually kind of rare these days, you know. And so we don't have the coexistence that it was before. Yeah. So can Capcom really, afford to divide their Marvel player? And I still haven't played DNF. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you didn't have to get upset by the patch. And uh, we got the patch kitty back in here. I know. I was like, oh, great. Everybody froze. Great. Someone what actually said, know. someone actually said anytime that happens, I should put up a sign over Kitty's video that says resyncing, you know, S N K I N G, resyncing. Oh my so, goodness. Or resynchronizing I mean, is what it was. I think it is. So I still, you know, I still need, I still need that video I took of of Olaf and the giant human hamster wheel with the uh, cat chasing you. Like that needs to be one of our oh, technical. Right. <laughs> Actually, though, no. Another good one would just be the uh, the KOF ninety nine nests door, the seven hundred five ninety nine. <laughs> just have that pop up behind her. <laughs> oh man! We we just need to be uh, more uh, clever with them. But I I hate to say it, but because of the heat, like where I'm at right now, it's 104. It's gonna be 115 degrees for me here, um, on Monday, and 113 degrees this coming Saturday. So you two might be babysitting Rock because it is too hot for puppies over here. And 
I think that needs to happen. It's really just, just going to be me because he's gone for the weekend. Yeah, I'm gone for the weekend. I'm heading to ECT. So, and I think we I'm lost. I think we lost Kitty again. So, <laughs> oh no. I mean. We got told to have a shit ton of rolling black. Oh God. I yeah, look it's Ebenezer Grinch. All I'm gonna say is, if only there was a reason we could explain why it's so hot over here, why Pakistan is flooded to death right now, why there's a record drought in China, and all sorts of other weather anomalies. If only there was a scientific explanation for this. If only we had a clue for the last 50 years of this <laughs> happening and something could be done about it. God. God. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. I'm just going to pretend I'm back in Vegas because this is like serious, ridiculous Vegas number weather. Are you going to try to melt some more shoes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't remind me. Oh. oh, man. I can't believe my shoes melted while crossing the street in Vegas. That was some cartoon shit that I never thought I would have happen to me in real life. It really was not. It was bad. <sighs> terrible. So terrible. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why I'm, I'm sitting here with a fan over here. And yeah, <laughs> I feel like I need to, I wonder if I could just. Uh. Again, you know, you you guys are going to be puppy sitting. It's, it's okay, just let it do its thing. Olaf, stop staring at me like that, I can't. <laughs> I'm not even sure what that means. <laughs> like, stop staring at me. I can't handle it. And then pfft, dies again. This is some bullshit. I'm blaming everything on this. Oh, my God. Don't put resynchronizing. I'm definitely putting this here because this is this is uh happening constantly here let's see what about, da, da, da. A, 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 what about a dash re-dash synchronizing sure sure we can do that uh, that might work a little better let's see there we go let's do like five for the outline actually let's just do 10 what the heck let's make the inside <laughs> color <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, all the audio trying to catch up at once. Oh, why have to be There we go. There if we anybody go. wants to help me getting, I don't know, something. For I'm going to have to do this manually. Again, this is why I don't stream. This is why I stream. This is why I can't stream. 
This is why I can't play y'all. Okay, that's just madness. You had to make it blink. <laughs> neon signing me? You're neon signing me? Jesus. <laughs> Wallace. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so anyway... Uh, on the list of other things that Oda said, he also admitted um, that the new Garo game has actually been, I guess, in pre-production at the very least for a little while. So the green light was not just, hey, oh, we really? got the green light. Oh. We've been actually making it for a little while now. So in other words, his talk about like, I would really like to make a Garo too, might have he already been greenlit and he's just doing the oh, little <laughs> kind of thing, well, right? Well, either that or he was told to start pre-planning it. And then if they liked what they saw, they'd give him the green light. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, honestly, we have had stories of them saying, don't give me that look. We have had stories of them saying, like, yeah, you know, nobody thinks somebody wants this. And then we got to show them that they want it. And then everybody's like, oh, OK, then you can make this then. So I feel it was it was kind of that. And and whenever Oda goes into an interview, just make sure to pay attention because whatever he's saying, this is something I was going to get to also. Whatever he's saying, it's probably already starting. Could be. This is like, Could be. He's, he's got good pokes, okay? He's got good pokes. That's some great <laughs> neutral, right? Like, hmm. you just, you just got to really pay attention to his interviews because he throws out those little hints just here uh. and there. So with that in mind, he's already said that um, obviously, you know, it's a fighting game. It's going to have, you know, 1v1 combat and online and all this stuff, whatever. But he's also saying because of, like, the world, the universe, everything there is, there's going to be a lot of single-player content. They okay. really want to focus on nice. single-player and the world nice. and the story. And then he's like, but I also know it's been like 20 years since we had one of these. And so there's a lot of people playing fighting games now who have no idea what the fuck's going on. So we're trying to figure out the best solution for that. Right, right. Okay, so like okay. There might be part of the campaign that's just like a, a, like a re, re something, whatever word I want. Um, that just kind of breaks down everything that's happened in the recapping, Fatal Fury recapping, basically. Yeah, recapping, yeah. revising, yeah. whatever. It's just um, previously in so Fatal like, Fury. <laughs> previously, twenty-five years earlier in Garo, Mark of the Wolves, this happens, and you know yeah. what? I'm here for it though. A fighting you know? game that has a bunch of story again, and a a bunch of lore and background to it. Without it being a three-hour pain in the ass, um, really hokey, you know. Yeah, and one thing I've kind of talked about is I think it would be really nice if they included Memories of Stray Wolves as, like, a bonus feature. Right. I think that would be really yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. Or some kind of add-on down the way. Like, I'm fine for extra add-on DLC to the story. Right, but I mean, we're just talking about how to catch everybody up on launch, right? So yeah, and I mean, just have it as part of a really cool special feature. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so good because <laughs> it's just it's automatic now. <laughs> oh man! But um, uh, now 
I, I do have one more thing to talk about. Uh, and I actually, I actually want to find the source for this one yeah. real quick. I mean, the only thing that, that the only thing that I want to add real quick about the CVS three thing, I wonder if there's just a possibility of them, you know, let's say they do decide to make a CVS three, but you know, they don't have the budget for something crazy. What if they just took the CVS two sprites and like made a few new sprites and just made a new sprite. CVS two UM. Right, exactly. Like make a CVS two UM and actually divide them into three teams and stuff like that. I think that would be really cool. Are you fucking? Okay, so cool. I do have my uh, my sources correct. Okay. So there's something I do want to talk about. I mean, making sprites is more expensive, but they already have like 40 characters oh. in sprites, right? Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. They don't have to redraw everyone. Like literally, literally pull an old video game situation where they just literally reuse the sprites, you know? Oof. She's frozen in a facepalm. I know, right? So yeah, uh, it would be interesting if they just reuse sprites for CVS three, perhaps just to make a budget kind of thing. You know what I mean? Even maybe pull in some KOF thirteen sprites and retouch them into like CVS two size or whatever, like that. You know, scale them down a little bit or whatever. Because obviously, making new sprites is expensive. So. Yeah. I mean, yes, but also um, going back to this new Garo, they already made all those sprites with all those other characters. I wonder if those will be reused at all in nah. game or if there's anything they possibly nah. could do or want to do. Not for Garo too. All of that stuff. Nah, I mean, if we're real lucky, they'll include them as like concept art special features like they like doing. But nah, the odds are this is going to be in the Unreal Engine same way they're doing right now. Yeah, it'll probably be a 3D game if they make a Garo 2. I mean, at this point in time, uh, it's, I mean, I would, I'm going to be a little salty about this again, but you know, it is easier to make costumes in 3D, hint, 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 hint. (laughs) which is, you know, one of the biggest resources for money. I mean, it's interesting. That is one of the toughest things about the way Arxis does stuff is that their engine makes it harder for them to do costumes, which is one of the downsides of their system, one of the reasons why people might not be... I mean, can you imagine how many Dragon Ball costumes there probably could have been in Dragon Ball already if it wasn't in that Arxis style, you know? There probably would have been a million costumes already in that game. I hate to say it, but I'm glad that kind of held them back from that because (laughs) we already have the game as, oops, too many Gokus. Right. And, like, I don't even want to think of the chaos that more costumes 50,000 different colors of everybody yeah, I mean if they also could have just sold us a you know better color edit system like every game should right now where is my <laughs> color edit mode oh my god oh my god thank you for reminding me I almost forgot to talk about this not only does CVS3 need to have all of those badass stage intros. I got into character customization and coloring oh. because of CVS2. The fact that I made myself as my 
and I got to play as that in game. That shit was absolutely amazing to me. You get you guys got to give us some Soul Calibur Six detail to character customization yeah. and coloring in the game. You don't have to go full blown, but at least if you got to bring back that feature. I would literally PBS settle for Cross Tekken's color edit mode because at least it existed. <laughs> See, and and if, if Cross Tekken can have that, you know, this, you know what the craziest thing to. about it too was that I had heard that that Cross Tekken color edit mode was supposed to be paid DLC. Because remember when it first came out, there was only Part of it was yeah. Remember when it came out, there was only like two colors. You had to like buy colors or or something like that. Whole game was supposed to be nickel and dime the game. I'm pretty sure, yeah. and so yeah. Which was a, a terrible idea, and I was going to bring it up earlier. I think that was one of the reasons why it was such a toss-to-the-side type of game Well, Street Fighter Four was out. Well, it wasn't tossed-to-the-side by that. the devs. It was tossed-to-the-side by the people. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking no, about. No, that, that game made too many business and mistakes and bad decisions. Yeah. That even, if, even if the game had been good, yes, I said that, um, it would have still underperformed because people mm. were pissed. Yeah, that game. That game is one of the reasons Capcom was taken to the Better Business Bureau. That was right. a bad time for them. Yeah, that yeah. that that the the on disc DLC thing was uh, a fiasco to say the least. You know, that was probably one of the biggest prob for like mistakes in a long, long time. So, yeah, I will <sighs> say this though. I will say two very little nice things about the game. I enjoyed the backgrounds. I enjoyed the stages. Mm -hmm. And um, Truck Stop Song, man. You gave, <laughs> you gave the best Eurobeat, Pata Pata, <laughs> fucking song. That was like my ringtone for years, okay? That song was such inside joke. You know, I'm going to put that as my ringtone later. Um, the Mad Gear, that was the one where Hagger was chasing Sodom, right? <laughs> yes, yes. See, and, and this is what I talk about. It's like that type of quality in a in a in the background of a stage. Yeah. You know, we, we just need that back, especially if it's SNK. Because they go ham. We already know they do that. They go ham. And, you know, I love whenever we do shows and all we do is talk about the different stage backgrounds. But um, it, it really helps sell a game. It really does. There's yeah. nothing I love more than getting, like, a new fighting game and just staring at the backgrounds to see what's going on in there. Because, like, KOF 15's backgrounds don't have as many cameos as it has, as they've had in previous KOF games, huh? Like, like almost none. Maybe actually none. Right. I don't think there is any, huh? Uh, you've got some yes, little mud men. You. you got some there little mud men here and there. No, uh, got, and then um, the Sound Beach. Sound Beach. Are any of those characters fighting game characters? Which ones Fatal were... Fury 1. Which ones are there? Uh, Michael Max, the boxer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. But Sound there, Beach there was... Very few. In between. Yeah, Sound Beach was also obviously one of the first stages that they were working on too. <laughs> so I mean, yes, but but still it's just like that was very not that wasn't very SNK of them. 
when it came to how they did the yeah. um the cameos in 15. Yeah. Now, I mean, a I... lot of the stages are sick. A lot of stages are beautiful. And, I... you know, I feel like Sam's show kind of helped with that. Sam's show helped with a lot. I mean, I, I just yes. feel like at this point in time, though, it's largely just you know, again, lockdown budget time, they probably just didn't have the opportunity to, you know, put in the, uh, as many cameos, you know, people to make the models for uh, the characters and stuff. So I'm going to be honest. I think it's the opposite. I think it's that they didn't want to put too many cameos because that would basically deconfirm the character. I mean, theoretically, well, a handful of cameos that are in there are never making it into the game. <laughs> right. I mean, but even Street Fighter Five has handled that kind of situation, right? Where was it? No, it was Street Fighter Four, where if you you were playing Hugo, he disappeared from the background of the Mad Gear stage. Yeah, uh, yeah. you could do yeah. that. Yeah, but I mean, you could also just leave everything up to speculation and just do whatever and keep it a little simpler. Right. Well, like, like Mike was saying, there are so many characters. So many characters. And they knew who was going to be in and who wasn't. All of those characters that didn't make the roster could have been utilized yeah. for the background. But also, our hopes of this being a five-year, six-year game. <laughs> I mean, if they do 12 characters a year, right? I mean, Jesus, then they yeah. could... Now, I mean, that is one thing I'm going to say, though, is that I really hope the Sam Show team actually comes with a stage, too. Mm, yeah. Like, we could yeah. use another stage. Yeah. Like, I love the Mysterious Plateau or whatever the fuck it's called, but we need a new stage. Which one's Mysterious Plateau again? A uh, Rugal stage. Oh, the Rugal stage. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of stages. Good. Not a lot of stages in the game, for sure. So. I mean, there's enough, but I would just like more. Like, we've seen them enough now. Yeah. Um, anyway, so there is one more thing that I wanted to bring up of uh, conversations with Oda from Gamescom. Okay. So this one is from the website Twinfinite, which is a European nerd website, like, you know, we all like. And uh, the guy who got to do the interview isn't as much like a big KOF head, but is a metal slug head. Oh, and uh so he has like uh hey uh are there any any plans for metal slug because you know we've got that metal slug tactics that you're not making and we got this that and he's like well i can't reveal any specific anything specific but they're definitely going to do something in the future adding that he has ideas mm, okay okay so, so I wonder... we might get a legit metal slug revival sometime in the next few years too i forgot who was the producer for samurai showdown uh, was still Oda. Right? It was Oda, right? So, I mean, it seems like maybe with KOF 15 being a really strong success, maybe maybe Oda's kind of giving more reins, you know what I mean? Maybe SNK is trusting him a little bit more because he's been doing such a good job with everything. Yep, and yeah, it was him. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's, he's the producer. And yeah, I mean, and again, he's an old SNK staff member who left for a while, you know, traveled the world and learned things, you know, like every martial artist in Fatal Fury, came back home and is a total badass. So, 
And once again, it's that part of having to constantly prove yourself, uh, prove yourself in the business aspect of making these games. Like, you can see something multiple times. Like he told them, you wanted to work with Unreal Engine when they basically wanted to make their own engine. And that's the failures of what happened with uh, KOF 14. And then he was like, see, this is what Unreal Engine can do. Now let's use it. Right. And they're like, okay, you showed us proof. We fucked up. You're right. We'll do it your way. And it's like the constant, and I'm sure this is so tiring and so stressful, but it's part <laughs> of why these games get made and how they get made. It's like you're always having to prove to um, everybody else working there that, hey, this is going to work. And they have to see it right then and there, you know, physically in order to believe it. Yeah, yeah I, think I mean, I, the thing is, though, is it leaves me in the question of like, has it just been because of the past 20 years, SNK is so sick of screwing up that they're scared to like take risks and new, do something new? Or is it that they're just so stubborn no matter what? Because like, ooh, the entire timeline before 14 was rough too. Right, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you, you really see them like picking up the pace and doing so much better right now. And I mean, again, much like we've talked about the past few years now, even just Oda's interviews, like the level of transparency is astonishing. Even if we don't get all the answers we want, we're getting more answers than most people give us. Yeah, I mean, that even, is true. even when 15 before it came out, like I said, one of my first signs immediately that I was like, oh, okay, okay, was when they did that TGS thing and Oda was with the players remember the, yeah. during that exhibition and he was like yeah 14 was just light 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 into max mode the game and like even just to say that you know like admit that much is like ooh, <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh, honestly i mean that that is one of the things to say right i mean we've seen this time and time again from nintendo from capcom you know from older snk from even Bandai Namco, Japanese companies are very, very prideful. They want to make their own stuff, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, one of the reasons why I was so happy about the FGC roundtable is because it was such an uneastern thing to do. And I feel like that is purveying strongly in the FGC uh, side of things, which is why Harada, Matsumoto-san, and uh, Nakayama-san, and Oda, and everybody are all just being so much more open with stuff. And it's taken a while for that to take effect. And I think really what Oda has done is starting to bring a little bit of that mentality to SNK. And so maybe they're starting to open up a little bit as well because it's done wonders for every one of these companies so far, in my opinion. Yeah, Harada's Bar is a great yeah, exactly. example. Yeah. And to be honest, it seems like there is also this, this turning state of old ass fashion Japanese business versus actually new ways and creating the games and how business should be. Yeah. And, no. and a lot of companies we have seen, you know, we have heard talks from what happens in house and stuff and, and the chaos that ensues yeah. because of those 
hardcore, stubborn, traditional standards they want to keep. I mean, well, and, uh, I just uh, want to say, the, the, for Arxis, the backyard stuff, for them to actually change the rollback netcode because of polls that they ran at events, that's huge, right? Yeah. So there's definitely a shift, but uh, what were you saying, Mike? Sorry. Oh, um, so I, I didn't get the chance to talk to Oda at Evo, but... Um, because one of the things that I've been like, really been seeing and I like him having kind of the different perspective on stuff is he is probably the like highest ranking honcho of any FGC dev house that's actually jumped around to different companies. Hey, thank you, Grokthar. Thank you, Grokthar93 hey. with eight gift subs. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Awesome, I can't see it, but thank you. <laughs> but yeah, like there's there's no other like director or producer that I can think of in mm -hmm. any of these companies who was at a different company in the past right. decade. And by the way, Kitty, you are still on camera, just so you know. Even though you can't see anything, you're still on the camera. So just yeah. as a Okay. No, I know. I just my um I was on Twitter spaces. And it's just like it, it shut down for no reason right, because yeah. when I had the whole internet poo dump happen, so <laughs> I, I swear to God, this is uh, ridiculous. But yeah, the okay. uh, I, it's it's and it's interesting because really, honestly, the FGC is unique in that way. I really feel like the FGC for Japan is really kind of opening their eyes to a, like I feel like. For all the genres in Japan, the FGC is the most becoming westernized while staying uh, Japanese. I'd say, I'd say more international because yes, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're more you're more inclined to hit multiple targets at once. Yeah, like like a Dark Souls, you can appeal to the Japanese audience and you can appeal to the Western audience, and sometimes for different reasons. But whatever, cool. But with a fighting game, you have to kind of appeal to fighting game players. All of them. Yeah. And and, and the fact you that... You think about borders in that way. Yeah, and the fact that we even get fighting games on the same release day across the planet. <laughs> wow. <God>. People <laughs> don't know. going back to that shit? Dude, I tell the story. I mean, there's that story where uh, at EVO, we were running one of the older Guilty Gears. But Japan had come out with the newer Guilty Gear. I don't remember if it was Accent Core to Slash Reload or whatever. Slash. Yeah, Reload, uh, Reload to Slash. And everybody wanted the new one. And Eva was like, we can't do it because we don't have any Japanese systems and all this stuff. And literally, it got put together by the players because they brought, like, I think four Japanese PlayStation 2s and four copies of the game. And they ran it on that, you yeah. know? Dude, it, yeah, it, no, um, because I don't think I don't think America actually got a release of Slash until like a collection on the Wii. <laughs> Is that true? Dude, was I playing the Japanese version this whole time? Of just Slash before uh, Accent War? Yeah. yeah. I think I think I, I don't think we had a Western release of Slash until the Wii. I got, there's gotta like, have been one even, before even, even the PSP version of the tower or whatever 
was uh, Reload on, on American PSP and Slash Dude. in Japanese PSP. Well, Coco Gene in the chat confirms that Slash never came out in America. Never, I'm assuming never? he means on... Uh, oh, he probably means on PlayStation, right? Uh, but, I mean, that just tells you how indoctrinated I was into imports and, and knife tricks on my PlayStation 2, you yeah. know? I was one of the guys sticking knives into my PS2 so I could play DDR, you know? I mean, yep. seriously. And beat yep. Mania. <laughs> I, I was one of the people in I got a game genie and had yeah. like a, a piece of paper with all the codes for which for playing DDR, fourth mix, and all this other shit on there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how days. everyone got into like pro action replay bootloader crap on the PlayStation with Rhythm Wing <laughs> first. Uh, game genie <laughs> responds in the chat. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, all I right. Mean, I, and I had a game shark. That's what I used yeah. to play. So, Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, I yeah. used the game, the game shark. shark or pro action replay. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember when one of the DDRs came out. I was one of the assholes on one of the DDR forums, going, "Did anyone find the code yet? Did anyone find the code yet?" And the dude was like, "Dude, I'm one guy. Give me time, please. Stop being an asshole." And I was like, "Shit. Okay, sorry." But I mean, yeah. So I mean, for the people who don't know what I'm talking about here, so. When you played the PlayStation, you put in a boot disc that could boot foreign games. But as soon as you ejected the disc, the game, the machine itself knew you ejected the game and would jump back to the main menu. So what you had... Because there's a pressure sensor on the back of the lid. Right. So what you had to do is you had to take literally a knife and slide it underneath the CD tray, and there was a manual lock that you could move with the knife so that you could pull the tray out without hitting the eject button so the game didn't know you ejected the disc. So you pulled okay, that out. Okay, that's the PS2 version. This is the PS2, yeah, the PS2 you... fat version. Yeah, this is not yeah. the flip, flip lid one. Yeah, no, we were thinking of the PS1. Oh, no, I'm talking, about the, about, PS... the PS1 oh, yeah, I'm talking no. about the PS2 one. I'm talking about the PS2 one. Yeah, no, and so you, I, I mean, didn't have to do all of that for. Yeah. yeah, no yeah, PS One when you could plug the thing the on the back, but the yeah, PS Two. Yeah, that's what I did. With yeah, the, the game, PS Two well, with the Game Shark on a PS One. You just pop open the back and you plugged it to the back. Right. And then so, you could you could play you know DDR or right. like other Japanese games on the PS Two in order to play the foreign games. Like I said, you literally had to stick a knife in there to slide a switch so you could open the CD tray, swap the disc, and slide it back in, knife it back down, and then you could click go. And so that the foreign launcher thing could actually launch the game without think. and then the PlayStation never thought you ejected it. And so that's how that worked. Or you could get a replacement case for your fat PS2 that yes. became a top loader. Yes, yes, that's right. You could mod it and it would become a flip top that you can do or, that. Or yes. you get as bad as I did and you say, fuck it, and just cut the lid open and just make it a drop-in CD tray. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. wow. Definitely how I was playing KOF 11, not going to lie. Wow. I, I got really good at that knife trick. I was just... <laughs> constantly doing that so so i just did too much damage to my cd tray with it oh pulling it in and out so much that the motor died so i then i just fucking cut open the case gotcha technically i actually melted open the case is what i actually did (laughs) 
This is what we used to have to go through to try to play all of our games a long time ago, man. Okay, literally, anytime you hear an old person ask if the PS4 is region free or if the Switch is region free, it's because we're conditioned. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm the, still not used to that. The Saturn, remember the Saturn before for the games that needed the RAM cart, you yeah. had, you plugged the cartridge in that was the play foreign games cartridge and then when yep. you ran that and it's at one certain window you had like a five second window of the saturn loading screen to swap the hot swap that card out and plug in the ram cart to make it so you could play stuff like x-men versus street fighter mm-hmm. yep yep the good old days again yeah. it's no, just and don't like forget, don't forget dvds had region coding yeah yeah mm-hmm. that shit so oh, someone God. I knew had the uh, had like a Mac laptop, and it was the only way we had to play foreign DVDs. Except Apple locked region switching to five times per year or yeah. something. <laughs> that was so Dude. stupid. It's God. it's cra- I mean, my favorite region lockings were always the Nintendo ones because they were always the laziest, right? Oh, the physical. <laughs> yeah, like literally, <laughs> the Super Nintendo one was just shave off two par- pieces of pop plastic in the yep. in the thing, and then you could make it work. And the and the GameCube was literally you just one soldered jumper. a switch. You just put a switch on it, and that was it. Yep. Yeah, it was it was literally one jumper between two points, and the switch was is it open or closed, and that's Japan or America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wait a minute, what? I didn't even bother with my GameCube. Like, what? What were you two doing? What were you? Donkey Konga Three. Oh shit! <laughs> I never played a foreign game on my GameCube. I, never I just knew about Donkey it. Donkey Konga Three. Yep. The Donkey Konga franchise, because we only got like uh, one, and it was all like shitty American pop songs that everyone licensed. So the uh, Japanese yeah. ones were actually fucking fire. Gotcha. Oh, and then Four I Swords Adventures that came out like six months or a year uh, <laughs> earlier in Japan. Four Swords Adventures yeah. would be an awesome game just to play even today. I think on a stream. Yeah, pretty cool. Dude, and oh man, I mean, I know I've talked about it a million times. I don't know if I've talked about it a million times on this stream, but I know, like, I used to always bring it up, but Pac-Man Versus on the GameCube was the greatest thing because that was one of the games that you could plug the the Game Boy Advance into. And so the Pac-Man would use the Game Boy Advance and they would see the entire maze and the ghosts would only see the little circle that they were around and you're trying to chase mm-hmm. Pac-Man. I was so good at that game against my friends, dude. Like I bodied them in Pac-Man versus, it was basically live action Scotland Yard, which was great, dude. I loved it. It was so That's good. Funny. That game was so much fun. Except the funniest thing was that Mario was like the narrator of the game and he was always rooting for the ghosts. Like, <laughs> like when there was no more dots left, you'd be like, oh, there's only 10 dots left, you know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you just said- reminded me of something, actually, um, going back to CVS three and CVS two and all that good stuff with having, you know, your Neo pocket or your Neo pocket color being able to attach into your Dreamcast and unlock certain characters. Like, I wouldn't mind if they brought some of that shit back, but I also thinking if there was any type of, like, side pocket games like they were with uh, the Millennium Match for um, 
um, whatchamacallit, for Neo Pocket Color. And how it was part of those, like, CVS days. Mm-hmm. And they brought back mini games. I think that would be sick to do. Or just just having that type of compatibility yeah. with a game, like a new game like CVS 3. If there was like some secretive way how to unlock like special bosses like the, like we used to do I back mean, in the day. I mean, if it was to the point where you could unlock them in other ways. Yeah, because I know yeah. for like tournaments, that was a pain in the ass having to unlock things in weird ways like that. So, yeah, oh, I mean, sure. the problem is the modern version of that is you buy the fucking Dildex edition and it comes with a code that you use for your cell phone games. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Then when you brought up when you brought up Donkey Konga, it just makes me think of that. What is it? The SNK Kimiwa Hero Rhythm Game. Oh, you mean uh, Rhythm of Fighters? Rhythm of Fighters. Thank you. They really need to do something like if they're already making you know the Neo Geo controllers and stuff like that. I really wish that they would kind of go back to making a fun little rhythm game. Dude, just re-release Rhythm of Fighters. It was so good on its own. Or release Rhythm of Fighters <laughs> with a special controller that we could pop into a PS4 or PS5 and play. Dude, like, I don't Renato, know something. I still remember at NCR, they got a bunch of new Street Fighter 4 copies for vanilla Street Fighter 4. And on like eight machines, I had to unlock every single DLC. And how did you unlock it? By beating the game with Sakura, by beating the game with Rose, by beating the game with... So you set the computer to easy on round one with one round to the highest damage. And I literally was mastering being able to beat one computer. And while it loaded, went to the next machine, beat the computer. And then by that time that done, this one came back. And I was just back and forth, two machines at once, do the next two do the next two do the next two you should have you should have filmed that Dude. yeah you really should have yeah. i mean at the time good. no one thought that that was like a you know something to put in the history books but it definitely existed so like the only thing i've done like that was actually for work in qa so i couldn't film it but having to do like speed runs of rhythm games while being two players at the same time was a trip. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Two-player rhythm games by yourself? Oh, God. That's, yeah. That's I mean, it, what sucks is that, you know, a long time ago, it used to be just input a code on, on you know, from classified information from Nintendo Power. But, you know, now they just want to charge money for all that, so. Yeah, down well, our FLOD. Oh, man. Solo two-player Ikaruga. God. <laughs> but I I would I would not mind, like, you know, we're talking about fighting game companies and wanting them to make, you know, another fighting game collaboration together and the timing and how many years you should wait until, you know, if Street Fighter Six comes out and then... You know, you want to do a CBS 3, how much time in between those? Like, if you really wanted to test it out, then go back to making a random game like SNK Heroines 2, see what happens. Or again, that, <laughs> um, or the, or the Rhythm of Fighters, 
and or the see fact what that Harada did everyone's work for them because I literally only bought Tekken because Geese Howard is in it. Oh. <laughs> true, true. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That's why I started playing Tekken 7 is because they put Geese in it. And yep. then the next year at Evo, I was competing with Geese. Like <laughs> it works. Okay. It, it, it works, it has, you guys. It has Geese Howard and it has Akuma. Like that's our CVS3. And also yeah. the Tekken Cross Street Fighter we never got. Right. I like, mean, a lot of people were saying like Fakumaran was probably a repurposed Sagat that they were yeah. making, right? So, you know, he that, big yeah. tall Thai buoy Thai fighter. So monster, uh, you mean giant monster? <laughs> but yeah, like I I don't know. It's just I have no idea. But like we were saying earlier. Three to four years. Yeah. I would not be surprised if three to four years down the road, we hear about CVS3 being greenlit and the new Garo coming out sometime soon. Yeah. Well, CVS3. We don't have the Wolf soundtrack in KOF 15. <laughs> I think CVS3 is a long shot, to be honest with you right now. I really, really do, because I don't think it benefits either company at this moment because they're both fresh into their new games so i mean if it does get green lit i mean it'll be it's a hard one to sell i think Yo, i think it's a hard you one. know what capcom versus snk 2030 let's go 2030 <laughs> sweet jesus no oh, oh my yeah. god but yeah no. no i mean 2025 2026 i think that's reasonable yeah yes that's what i'm saying again three to four years down the road because like look at how much saturation street fighter five got yeah i mean and, and even even though everyone's bitching and complaining about the game you it, it was still pushed everywhere it was still marketed everywhere it was still everywhere that right. you were looking yeah, so but I, mean, I mean this you could also just take the other round is you, you do let arc make it because they're also going to be kind of a neutral party yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And right. if if everybody if it, that's a neutral party and everybody else is like equal in this and they all want it to succeed, then I would expect just as much push from marketing on both sides and especially Capcom side to make the game as seen and visible all the parties, all the events all the promotions, all the exhibition matches, all the cross collabs with Red Bull and Arby's and other sponsors left and right <laughs> so all over the world. I expect that for CVS3. <laughs> and now I'm just thinking about how I'm still sad we never got that Sammy versus Capcom oh, with the gosh. fucking Guilty Gear versus Darkstalkers. Oh yeah. man, I would have. It was supposed to be like Guilty Gear, Darkstalkers, Blaze Blue, and Rival Schools. I think it was supposed that to be. Like all mushed it together. Blaze Blue. What's that? It, that predates Blaze Blue. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, I just realized you guys can't see the screen right now, right? Because I, I no, turn it off. Like I honestly like just try it now. I think. I think it's a little better now. Just just okay. try it now. Cuz I want I'm going to need to to do community spotlight anyway. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, okay. I mean, we should probably talk about the community mayhem, right? Because we've actually yeah. kind of gone on this for a, or can you guys speaking, see it now? Can you guys see it now? Speaking of community stuff. Speaking of community stuff. Before before we get into there, I just want to say that I want to do my 
best my cosplay possible at this point in time. So I just want to be like, ha <laughs> I am judging you. I am judging you very much. Oh, man. I, um, it, it was very good. Very good. <laughs> I suggest a lower cut. Shirt oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Easier in the future. I mean, I've got the, I've got the, uh, I've got the cleavage for it for sure. So, you know, I think we're good. But, but, um, I got to teach you, I got to teach you the little flip, grab and fwish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can do that, but that's the best but I can do. It's just a flick of the wrist, slight, just a slight little up. And right. you catch it back at the end and then the fwish. Right. It's just a jump yeah. to the left. Yeah. I forget. Does she flip it so it spins? Does she flip it so it spins like this, basically, when she catches it? Right? Yep. So, yeah. That's something I'd have to practice, because if I tried this now, I'm just going to drop the fan. So, you have to figure out I mean, how... It's, 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 I Well, you, you know, there were like 30 my fans in the garage. So, if you want, <laughs> you just open up that first container, and you can use the practice ones in there, because they're all up in there. With like uh, four of my costumes. Nice. But nice. <laughs> I definitely your need to get. I definitely need to get more because this is the Quamba one that was at Evo like years and years and years ago. They gave That's these things really out. That's actually really cool. They gave That's these out really like this cool. was during Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three beta year or something like that. It was a long Dude, time ago. Sick. They put the, I like they. That. Yeah, and so I've had this for the longest of time and. It's just that the upstairs here gets so warm, and so this fan has been super helpful for me. So I need to get another. What happened, Kitty? Are you okay? He's puppy dreaming. Oh yeah, okay. Sleeping dog with the with the paw twitches. He's like whimpering, and his body is like jumping around. Dude. Nathan does a lot of kitty dreaming too. Like you'll always see Nathan, like Nathan will do the thing where he'll, he'll sleep on my hand, like with his head on my hand like this while I'm holding his paw. And then he'll just start twitching like in the middle of that. And I'm always like, oh, poor kitty dreaming. And so I'm like, I'll pet him. And then all of a sudden he'll do something like this. He'll go, he's like, where am I? Oh, Shit. Okay. Oh, all right. But my question is, what is he dreaming about? He doesn't know what outdoors is like at all. You know, he has. That's he has... what concerns me about this one. He was like living alone, a matted right. hot mess for God knows. And so when he does those little whimpers and those jump twitches right. in his dream, it just like hurts. But yes. Hurts. But every time he wakes up, he looks so happy. <laughs> God, yeah. I've, I haven't seen the whole movie, but I know one of the best jokes. You've seen Top Secret before, right? The old, old Val Kilmer movie that was done by the uh, done by the airplane guys. There's like no, one I know scene. what it is, but I haven't yeah. seen it. There's a scene where he gets captured by the enemies and they like start whipping him and torturing him and he passes out. And then all of a sudden it transfers to a dream where he's like in school and he hadn't studied for any of the tests or anything like that. And then he's like, no, and he wakes up and he's still being whipped. He's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> it's just like one of the greatest things, dude. <laughs> Like, oh, thank Christ, I'm not naked. Yeah. He's like, oh, thank God. Psychological, oh. psychological damage is real. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Speaking man. of 
speaking of psychological damage, we competed oh, in the community fuck, mayhem this dude. weekend. Hey, you competed. I just died, okay? We I, had you know what? I would have been proud. carried our asses. Yeah. I, it was, I, shout outs, shout outs to Corey Bell for saving the synchronized team <laughs> and, and, and putting on such a good show. You Dude, know, I didn't do, I think I hit maybe three people one time each or something like that. So it was not pretty. Well, if I wasn't ill, you know, I would have, I would have done probably worse than you. So I, <laughs> I'm, just, uh, I'm sorry. If, if I, we I feel, do another, I feel, bad I feel like I robbed John sex because like, that was more of a net code fight than it was against my Mary. Oh yeah. Well, you were having the internet problems and he was in Britain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to not... give him a run back just to at least get like an honest set with him. Right. Yeah. Right. You guys really do need a good old fashioned honest set because seeing them fight, it was like, this yeah, even from my fire. viewer perspective, it was basically doing that yeah. all day. It, it felt like playing Street Fighter Four online. Yeah, it was it was rough. Uh, I mean, uh, like I said, I mean, I didn't basically do anything. I just I had lost all my muscle memory, and then during the course of that tournament, I discovered a stupid annoying bug for Isla and, and pseudo bug. Yeah, yeah, that's making me mad. So. <sighs> but yeah. yeah but I mean but the thing is though is that I like it's totally fine because that's how I've been finding shit over this weekend is playing humans and right. getting into situations I'm not used to and then well, I'm like wait what the thing that made me mad was like that whole combo setup that went into super for no goddamn reason was like where a lot of my juice comes from you know and I landed it and it was like time to do some schmicks and then it and then super it for no yeah, reason you blew two bars and yeah. sad face yeah exactly dude it's so annoying dude Ugh, so mad about that I and think I you did better than you're letting on that you did like, I mean you, I couldn't even wake up DP I couldn't even yes, wake up DP but you were the more the more you played though you know the the better you were getting at defending yourself and such so again it's like if we i'm just hoping that you did what it did for you what it did for me was light a bit of fire under your ass i mean the thing about it is like that fire's been lit but it's been lit for like nine games and i'm so lost and confused on how to handle that you know what i mean like i feel like i've already missed the boat on dnf duel because there's nobody playing that online anymore right so like well, i'm still playing kof street fighter 5 is I like one of here. the Street, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> and I fair. live here. Street Fighter Five is probably still my best online option right now because it actually has people playing. So, honestly, I think um, you two should stream under synchronize and uh, just go at it, trying to be better, get better. I'm down. Well, I'm down. at 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 fifteen, and then you guys can show the bugs on stream to other people because there's other people who are probably having the same problem and not being able to figure out why. So I, I definitely think both of you should probably try to stream together and uh, work all that out and get some practice. Hi, Nathan. <laughs> also, Bruce Lee, no, Geese is actually really good. 
is he's like the tier under Janae and Benny and them. Like he's really quite fine. He just has some jank that you have to deal with, but nah, he's he's really good and stable. And if they buff him, that's a problem. Yeah. My my biggest issue is that I really want to use Isla and she's clearly the worst out of my entire team, but I just really want to play Isla, so <sighs> well, I have that. I have that a lot with you, James. It's like there are certain characters I absolutely love, and I can't fucking play them for for shit at all. Well, and my- I have to stick with like other characters I don't really like care about in with that, but I can use them better. And it's, it's my pale really ass isn't allowed to use Mexicans, so hey. <laughs> <laughs> all of my characters got killed by the beta tests man i'm i'm so mad dude inquisitor potemkin and isla all got killed by beta tests <sighs> that's what i'm saying you gotta just try someone or other characters like you may not love them as much but you can probably like hang in there better fighting with them it's been my curse forever but i i just i just suck it up I got to go back to when I like didn't care and just played everybody just for fun. Like when you see it in that light, like when you were younger and you were just excited to get the game and try everyone out. Dude, I tell you, I'll tell you, I was the best at fighting games during CVS one and CVS two, because all I did was play my friends who weren't as strong as me. And so a lot of people are like, oh, you get better by playing people better than you. I got better because when I played CVS 1 and CVS 2 with my friends, I random selected all the time. Uh And so I learned the entire cast and I learned the entire game. And so I was really good at everybody. And so when I fought them, I knew what they were capable of, et cetera, et cetera. Like I was like... That's exactly what I'm saying because, like, I know, I know Corey does that sometimes. Yeah. He'll just random select so he can understand a bunch random of characters. Random select was better. literally his main in Street Fighter Four, <laughs> and it's helpful. But it's hard now because games have fucking forty-four ass characters in the game right now, and there's just too much. And then, well, that's it- our fault because we keep asking for forty-four yeah. plus characters <laughs> in the fucking roster. That's like. Yeah, I've only asked for like ten characters in this whole game, so I don't know about you. I mean, the the thing, the nice thing about, I mean, and also to be fair, I will say that games a long time ago were a little bit easier to learn that way. Uh, I mean, some games are still kind of like that, but you get a game like Street Fighter V where literally you're not using the character if you don't know if you're plus two or minus two after this knockdown dash quick rise. Like, there's just so much goddamn memorization that you need yeah, for I mean, a game like Street, like Street Fighter, Fighter V. doesn't even have a universal mechanic like Force Focus Attack. Right. Look, yeah. I was already bad at math. You're going to put that shit in my fighting games? No. Oh, I'm not. No. Sorry. That's why, that's why I couldn't play Street Fighter look, V, all right? I was I majored in math. I was good at math, and I hate that they're putting math in my goddamn fighting games. Okay, let's just put it that yeah, way. Yeah, so. that shit out. We, so, you know, it's it's not always about math. It's like, what's next in Street Fighter? I'm surprised Street right. Fighter Five. Oh wait, they did. They did give you grades. They did. <laughs> they gave us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The grading system in three. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I hope six isn't as much like that. And, you know, with stuff like the drive cancel and everything, I think it's going to change it up a lot, you know, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. So, 
history and fighting games. I mean, Slick Tricks, do you're the I'm the one to talk to you about history and fighting games. Yeah, no, look he's at saying my... it's a different high school subject. We got enough math. Now let's add history to fighting games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If no. You, this... If you play, if you play Pixies or Zoners, then you have geometry. <laughs> dude, I did a whole stream yesterday talking about how to fight Zoners and Grapplers, dude, uh, and trying you know, to put I some feel... respect on their names. I feel somewhere in this country. There was like one teacher who enjoyed playing fighting games and was probably trying to utilize Street Fighter V to teach math to their class. I, I'm hoping there's at Dude, least one teacher out there that at least tried. To I do don't that. know if Investigation Cone is in the chat right now, uh, but one of his best friends in college, you know, graduated and started doing like. Um, uh, teaching at one point in time and this was around like Final Fantasy 7 and like some kids were in the class like looking up a guide or trying to figure out where something is and she was like if you guys pay attention to the class I'll tell you where that item is hidden <laughs> and they were like okay and then she like told them because she loved the game so you know <laughs> it's kind of sick <laughs> yeah if i were a teacher I, I would strive to be like that one yeah like there mm. you go i mean there was the there was the story of the one teacher when game of thrones was really popular he read all the books and the and the kids were watching the shows and he was like if you guys don't pay attention i'm gonna write down everybody who dies on the whiteboard that's so, amazing. <laughs> and shame on the parents that are letting those children fucking watch. Fair that, enough. Fair another, enough. Yeah. That's another and subject. Now you I'm know. just thinking about uh, our local high school that had an anime club that would gather on like weekends and after school and everything. And so we ended up having to watch a fan subbed playthrough of FF10 before 10 came out over here. What? Oh, what? And by the way, if you get a fan sub translation of Final Fantasy X, you will be amazed to see the giant blue furry fella is named Christopher. What? Because they didn't know how to localize Kimari. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair His enough. His name was Christopher. <laughs> Christopher. Jesus Christ. I uh. Nineties think... fan, fan subs and like early two thousands. It was a wild place. Dude, there was one point in time where people actually tried to take the entire Romance of the Three Kingdoms story and fan sub it and change everybody's names to Western names so that it was easier oh for people to remember. And it was awful. It was awful. I, it, that just sounds atrocious, but no, somebody dude. gave me all of like the Final Fantasy X cutscenes on a burnt like bootleg dvd oh. and i literally think that's like probably from the same one you're talking about oh my yeah. god so the, the absolute greatest the absolute greatest terrible fan sub i think i've ever seen was for ah my goddess because nobody knew how to properly write bell dandy and i'm gonna let you all come up with your own conclusions on how badly that can go <laughs> like honey bell or honey bell way worse in bleach Way yeah, that, I will never get over that. I'll never get over Jesus, that. Okay. I will never get over that. They better fix that shit so good in the, anyway. in the next one. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Anyway, so yeah, so um thanks to Corey, we did okay at the event. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and honestly, like it was really hype. Like the finals, we got the really reset. Cool. Was a really close match. We had some good matches, and everybody seemed to really enjoy it and have a really, really, really good time. Maybe next time I'll ask to be a commentator instead of a uh, you, instead of you a player. <laughs> and and next time I won't be sick and won't be gross. Um, by the way, I did get better finally. Like this morning, everything is. A okay. Good, good. I am I am okay again. Long story short, I had a really bad bacteria infection and and in my stomach. Okay. And um it's it's all better now. That's good. That's so, good. So it's nothing as serious as it was from a long time ago then, huh? No, but that relapse shit, man, it really I mean, just it just hits the same way and it's Panic. just, it's just, it's bad. And then like my stress and anxiety don't help it either because I'm like, am I going to get fucking sick again and be right. bedridden for seven months again and not be able to eat? And like, it's, it's just, it just gets scary, man. And so I did some research. I tried to like think back. I, I figured, I figured it out on my own. So I was just like, okay, this is, this is basically like some kind of crazy bacterial infection. Oh, you baby. Look at the little tooth. Look at the I tooth. love when they get those little teeth. Hi, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Oh, oh, I woke up rock saying hi, Nathan. Oh, no. Oh, new baby. I can't wait till Rock gets to meet the cats, dude. I am so curious what's going to happen. I swear. I mean, Jasmine's not scared of dogs at all. Jasmine has no fear of dogs. We are now just the animal stream. It is. Welcome to the synchronized animal stream. Where are animals? Hi, baby. Oh, the big yawns. Oh my little guy. Do you want to do community spotlight with me? Yeah. <laughs> Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> that looked hilarious. All right. So, All right. um I'm going to okay, say so. Pokémon? Is that a Pokémon? Yeah. Okay. What generation is that? And two. Okay. So it's a pretty old this one. This is then. my favorite starter in the entire franchise. Oh, that's a starter, huh? It's the first evolution of a starter, yeah. Uh, gotcha. Got it. Okay. Yeah, this is, a, this is Totodile's evolution. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. Totodile evolves into Cockknocker, evolves into Froligator. Anyways, okay. Uh... <laughs> All I'll say to that is nah, dude. Croc nah. All right. That's uh, actually his real name, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I just love calling him Cockknocker. It amuses me terribly. <laughs> uh, let's really do community does. spotlight thing. Yes, right. Okay, so it is time for community spotlight. SNK community spotlight. We're, We're talking, talking about, about you. <laughs> there. Okay. Oh, that was terrible well we're, we're also so stuck bad. away from we're each other lag. yeah that there's not bad. much we can do about that unfortunately so we still gotta make our crappy 80s commercial we do <laughs> well we kind of made a bad infomercial already right so no we need our community our official community spotlight intro with our cheesy ass song we have to 
We okay. have to. So. All right. All right. Welcome to the Synchronized Community Spotlight. And this one has been a long time coming. And I know we missed out on a few shows. I was going to have them on sooner than later, but I am showcasing them now. Let's go to one Shermie a day, <laughs> who I have to say, there's no bias in this one, folks. Oh, no. Not at um, all. Not at all. Not at all. But um, one of my biggest highlights was actually meeting them at Evo this year. Oh, And we cool. did all of our poses together. Nice. Over at the SNK um, photo booth uh, that they had. So, James, do me a favor. Just click media on theirs and we can scroll through. All I mean, the is it literally today. just this one person drawing one Shermie a day? Yes. 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 Wow. Like when I first saw you retweeting this, I thought maybe it was like someone finding Shermie art and at least retweeting one Shermie a day. But this person's literally drawing <laughs> one Shermie a day. Yes. And if you keep scrolling, you'll see there are some really great fashion outfits and funny, cute little sketches and doodles, including uh, right before Evo, I believe it was August 2nd, was the official one-year anniversary of him drawing a Shermie a day. Oh, nice. I love the big gold. Chibi, chibi. This one oh, blew that's up. That's the meme, like, right? Mm-hmm. I love it so much. This is such a good one. Then, again, like I said, cute fashion choices. You have po in the poison outfit, which I totally love. And you've got this little gremlin, who you all know. Neko Shermie. Neko Shermie. Thick. I mean, if you're a fan yeah. of Shermie, dude, I didn't, I they can't believe that there's one, literally one Shermie a day. Hey, look who this is. So that was one of my gifts. And if you scroll up, um, now that I'm holding rock, if you scroll back up, if you ran into them during Evo, you got official prints. And so I was very happy to get mine, which I'm going to put in some frames from when mm. we met during nice. Evo. And I'm really, really happy that I got to have that. And it was cute because, you know, we talk about artists supporting artists and we like to support artists at Evo. And he definitely had a grand old time buying all the Shermie artwork and keychains at at Evo. So if you keep scrolling, yeah, I'm mad he's I posting, didn't get that one. Yeah. Posting all the uh uh Shermie stuff from all the different artists. That's so cool. <laughs> Reminds me, I need to get back in touch with some of the artists. Exactly. So uh, I recognize that one right there. Yep. yep. There's Shermie and a brisket. <laughs> oh my god. And there he is after Evo Hangover, which Dude, like this, pretty much This makes me think of like some sort of animaniacs or something, you know, the vibe yeah, on there is yeah. like Or or like, you know, old school like Hanna Barbera cartoons mm -hmm. or something like that. Oh, I, I love all the little styles and takes that he has. So it's it's really cute. He also does some like 
cute GIF animations. If you keep scrolling down, you'll see one of my favorites coming up soon. <laughs> there it is. Well, oh, right there was us meeting. Yeah. yeah. So there was us meeting. So and doing our poses together. So I was really happy about that. Um, and then, um, yeah, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. There's a really cute one of, um, you know, Shermie loves her hamsters. So we did like, oh, there was the one the year one anniversary year, yeah. before, right before um, Evo. Then you've got like the happy doodles. Oh, that, this one. that one right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Shermie hamster just cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thing. It's crazy because, I mean, did he originally start just with black and white sketches and then eventually just actually move to coloring them all, too? I, I mean, there's... I it's don't little, think so. No, it's, it's, he's always just uh, just done Shermie art since, you know, like, she was last year since she was being announced and stuff. And he, he took on this whole project and it's just really, really great. It's crazy, so. dude. That's a lot of work, man, to do one. It is a day. lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of dedication, especially to come up with so many different outfits and, you know, um, right. situations to put her in. So. Hmm. So but, literally this account is. One, one Shermie a, a day. And if you're a big old Shermie fan, you can get your fix. And this is how I get mine. So there you go. Come join one, me. One Shermie a day. Literally, that's just all it's called. <laughs> oh, man. Like, like, I feel like this support. would take up all of your time. Like, do you have time to draw anything else? Or are you just drawing one Shermie a day and that's it? Uh, but again, I mean, this is years and years and years of art practice and stuff like this getting to the point where you can sketch one of these out and get it out pretty fast so especially exactly. with the coloring too i mean again this is not just like i mean obviously it's not super detailed in terms of shading and stuff but you know there's still some detail in the coloring so it's nice there you go and um they did take a bit of a break after evo but let's face it we all did yeah <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm not I took one unintentionally, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I mean, in all fairness, it's one of those things that if uh, if the world hadn't told you to, would you have slowed down? Exactly. <sighs> yeah, and you know what? It was probably nice that I slept so much during that time. <laughs> uh, oh, bless you, Nathan. He's been sneezing a lot, dude. I don't know what's going on. He might have like a little pity cold. You all right there, Nathan? You right there, Nathan? Oh, little Rocky boy. Wiping he his wants nose. to play. Little Rocky boy. Favorite chew toy. <laughs> Mama hands. Mama oh. hands is the oh. best hand. So you guys don't mind him chewing like human fingers and stuff like that? There Within is reason. a time and a place for him to play hands. Okay. Okay. And he, he's like he's very gentle right now. Yeah, of course. It's only course. when it, it's only like with me mostly and Mike anybody else he's not like yeah let me chomp your hand right. no it's, it's I mean, just there's a huge comfort level with us and he knows like oh i'm awake now i'm waking up i've been good so now i get to play hands yeah. with mom 
I just know and that, you know, some owners are like really, really picky about that kind of thing. So, oh, got you. You oh. didn't escape. Oh. 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 Little fish. I know. And his little snorts. Did you hear Jasmine you. just meowing at me? Yeah. Here? Oh, oh, little princess. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll let go of you. Jesus. Uh, anyways, that's uh, One Sure Me A Day. Yes, go follow One Sure Me A Day. I am definitely a fan. Trust me, no bias. Uh, all right, let's put you back in your little pen. I'm yeah, done. only, only 2,500 2, followers, so let's uh, get some more people Let's following that. that. Yeah. But uh, other than that, anything else that you guys want to discuss or anything, talk about anything? Mm. I know there was the potential for the story, but do you want to save that for next time again? Yeah, I, I mean, maybe next try... week we'll all be in person. Yeah, yes, I was just going to say that. Too. Let's That's save true. it for next week when we're all in person. Then, then we'll finally do that. Mm -hmm. And who knows, you know, maybe with TGS coming up, we'll get some other good news. Yeah, hopefully we'll get some, maybe some gameplay footage of Team Samurai, right? That'd be sick. And, and like last year, since we're not going to be at TGS this year, um, we should do um, a special show again when they do their stream. God, was that a year ago that we did that already? Yes. Jesus Christ. That felt like it was just recently. Oh. I know. So, yeah, TGS is September 15th. Okay. Okay. I should be around Don't at that see. time. So I'm basically yeah. gone most of October. It's crazy. So we'll see how that goes. But, no, trust me. Um... It's not, I can't even call it FOMO. Like, I, I was expecting to go to Tokyo Game Show this year, and shit fell through. And Mike and I were expecting to go together, and shit fell through. Right. And now we have little Rock Howard here. So mm. it's just like, there's there's all these factors. And, you know, I'm still butthurt. One of us, e even if one of us were able to go, I would be like, if if I could go or he could go, I would be like, just, just go. Okay. At least right. one of us made it, you know, for the other, bring back all the strongs, bring back all the goodies. <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm so butthurt and I'm, and I'm just getting saltier every day because I know I'm not, we're not going to be there and I'm not going to be there. And like, hardly anybody's really talking about it, but damn, I'm, I'm already, like I said, I guess it's like a FOMO equivalent, just like, damn it supposed to be there this sucks and seeing the all way, these events not necessarily related to smk but uh Konami saying that they have big announcements of like a world beloved ip at that tokyo too. game show that oh too. my god i cannot wait to be disappointed yeah i know that's all i'm thinking right now you know what they're gonna oh announce they're gonna be like guess what there's a new Netflix series for Castlevania coming out. And it's like, oh, we all know I that would already. Not be, I would not be surprised. They're, they're, they seem to be saying it's actually a game. But Lord knows it's not going to be a game I care about. So, right. so like, I, I think the best anyone can hope for is a new Yu-Gi-Oh! digital game. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Like, I think that would be cool. But other than that, like a lot of people are thinking it's going to be licensed anime. Which, like whatever 
Oh, maybe we'll get a new Zone of Enders. That would be cool. Oh my god, that would be so random. <laughs> but that would also would that be worth it without Kojima again, right? So better I than mean, trying to make a Metal Gear without him. I mean, MGS3 remake, like a HD MGS3, if they didn't try to change too much, would actually be kind of cool, but still. Because MGS3 is still one of the most beloved Metal Gears at this Clark point. Clark fine. So. You do not use those words around me. You are not allowed to give me that level of hope. Which one? Yeah, we can make a new Zone of Enders to compete with an upcoming Armored Core. Oh. <laughs> Whatever it is. I'm sure everyone's going to be disappointed in it. So, I mean, look, Soul <laughs> Bruce Lee, I mean, MGS doesn't need a new game. The story is done. That's not true. We want to know more about the guy who got stranded on the island and teleported and fought zombies that was totally related to Metal Gear, right? I mean, that character's super loved, right? <laughs> Metal Gear Survive, wasn't that what that game was called? Oh my god. Now I'm just figuring out how to survive in the gaming industry. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Just make uh, more dancing games. I mean, honestly, look. If, just sell if, the fucking licenses. If Konami somehow came out with a PC version of, like, Step Mania themselves, you know, Step Step Revolution or whatever, which was like a giant collab of all the, you know, a, a, a collection of every DDR game, the licenses that they could get back again. Like, <laughs> I'm so in there. I would play DDR again. Like, I would play DDR again. Get me a good pad. I will mod my Cobalt Fluxes so I can plug them into my PC and let's go. Give me a goddamn pot pot of paradise game again. To sell the Damn Castlevania it. license to Ega. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get rid of it. Dude, sell it to Ega, and then Ega can do a Castlevania bloodstained crossover. Just merge them into one franchise. Just do it. So. Don't even call like, it like third alternate mix. reality. Mm -hmm. Don't even call it fourth mix. Just be like. Pot of Pot of Paradise, new mix or some shit. Just give me my Eurobeat. <laughs> the hardest thing about Pot of Pot of my anime dancing. The like, hardest thing about Pot of Pot of Paradise is that it didn't really work as well at home as it did in the arcade. You know? Yeah, it did. Yes, you mean it the home, did. The PS One version that didn't work. Hey, it worked. You just needed to make the proper circle, right? <laughs> you use your hands. Okay? It wasn't cutting a beam anymore, right? It was literally the... No, it was the from little... the bottom. So yeah, you had to uh -huh. just make the circle. Like you were saying, PC version, they could totally make one right now because everybody yeah. has cameras built into their PCs. They could totally do like a pot of pot of mm, PC if like they wanted to. They, they could collab with Nintendo say, yeah, right now to do it. on Connect and whatever actually could get decent music. Yes, yeah. God, <laughs> yes. This is, this is again why I want, you know, pot of pot of paradise back. I need my anime songs, my J-pop, my J-rock, my Eurobeat, like bring that shit back okay you've got so many more bands and idols now than you do back then like i would shit you could throw in baby metal in there and mike would play the damn game i know that i want more i want more songs from erotic 
meanwhile, you know, we have the Kinect that now is more usable as a paranormal investigation device than a gaming device. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's why I'm glad I gave mine away. Mine is in a box. next to me. I've never actually... I'm pretty sure mine is actually in here, too. Yeah. Get I it mean, out. They used it's it like in a, paranormal it's activity. It's like a new age Ouija board, okay? Like, they literally used it. it in a scene for Paranormal <laughs> Activity 3. It was like yeah, part of one of their one of the movies. Yeah. Because they actually get used for that now. Right. Now it's, they use I, it for that. Yeah. I think it's because of that movie. I, no, it's the other way around. No. Was paranormal Investigator oh. has been using that shit for years. Okay. Yes. Okay. Don't, if you don't believe me, hardcore uh, Ghost Bro Adventures fan over here, okay? Like, they've been using that shit forever. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, I'll say my guilty pleasure. I don't you care. You know what the problem with the Connect was, honestly, is that Harmonix made Dance Central, and that was it. Like, the, you made the best game possible for the Connect, and that was the end of it. There's, like, no... I mean, shout-outs to the Wii for still going because of Just Dance. Dude, right? It's so crazy. <laughs> that shit's nuts when you think about it. If they could do that for Just Dance, they could have done that for Pata Pata. Damn it. Oh, because man. what did Pata Pata, what did Pata Pata make? Pata Pata Dancing literally made the pioneer steps for Hatsune Miku and all the fucking Vocaloids. Where do you think all those dances came from? Those were all Pata Pata dances. Like... If, and and now it's just gone from Miku and you know all of all of the Vocaloid idols to regular idols and everybody doing their little dances and their little hand signatures and all of this other stuff because it all generated from Pada mm. Pada and like Pada Pada got no love from that they just took it went on to the next thing um, what's that one game where all of like the K-pop like hardcore fans and shit that are all dudes are are dancing sexy like the girls do that new one it's kind of like pata pata but you're not in the big circle anymore it's just like a screen that watches you dance they had it at oh, anime they had it at eight like, what is that one they, they always put it next to dance stardom yeah they do they do and i, I can't i don't yeah, if if those those all stemmed from Pata Pata, so I need more love. But no, I want that one. Yeah. Why? What am I doing? Pata Pata walked so Miku could run. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh man. All right. And everybody else can do triathlons now because that's what it feels like when you try to play those games. <laughs> Dude, I was in such good shape when I used to play DDR all the time, man. I had I had stamina, it. dude. I, I I wouldn't get yes. so tired walking up fucking I was, stairs. I was doing all that DDR when I was still a smoker. Probably like the main <laughs> reason alive. Offsetting. He was. Be <laughs> be outside talking to him after he did DDR and I did pata pata and he's smoking cigs and then we go back in and do it more. And then I just need to tell the story <laughs> of uh, at Southern Hills Golfland. Viscant, Visant would always end up playing DDR with Duck Doe. And Duck would just make him play Kick the Can three times in a row. And he would make him play it three times in a row. And Visant would just be like, no! Oh, man. I still remember when, what was it? It was 
seventh mix or something when Max Unlimited came out and was a secret song. Oh yeah. Everyone was playing the that song Freckles, the like end credits from Roroni Kenshin. Yeah, yeah. And we'd have to play that because it was the easiest song to perfect to unlock the secret right, song. Yeah. We mm-hmm. always hear that song yeah. every time you'd walk in the arcade. <laughs> every time. Oh, every time. Man. I miss uh, old school DDR, man. And fourth mix, fourth mix was, was really fourth, good. Fourth and, mix was my favorite. And That's honestly, why I bought the home version. My yeah. roommate at that time was a big like he was. He's literally a K-pop hipster. He was into K-pop at that time before K-pop <laughs> was a big thing, and so he was really yeah. into like. like Korean. What's that? Uh, you, so you, so you mean Korean he was? Machine? Yeah, that's what I was about to talk about. And so I only well, knew mean, about like. You mean pump it up? You mean like, pump no, it up? No, no, no. Third mix Korean. Third mix Korean. Yeah, that was oh, only okay, in Korea, okay. and that's what they had like songs. About. So his favorite band was Finkel, right? And so like that, like so I they had one song on that machine. So I was like, oh, I know this. So yeah, I had all the Korean songs too. So. Oh, that's so yeah, funny. Yeah, no, um. Back at Animagic, the machine we had was a third mix Korean, nice. and then someone like in town owned it, so Disney that was what mix. I actually picked it up on. I yeah, I was pissed. Mix. I was like, "What is this shit? I'm not gonna play this. I want real DDR," and walked away. Yeah, I have <laughs> Disney I'm a mix. Person. Snob, an ignorant I was. snob. How are you gonna be an ignorant snob? I was. <laughs> I was just like, I don't like this. I want my DDR songs. Get a pot of pot of machine. machine next year. Come on, give us, give us, give us our Olivia Newton John again, right? <laughs> give me my Xanadu, damn it! Exactly. The only one I like. <laughs> Not that Xanadu, freaking, the other one. Freaking, freaking, um, freaking, uh, uh, what do you call it? The uh, Madonna covers and stuff. So stop he's doing it, the Xanadu. Stop it! Stop the Xanadu it! I just, stare. I'm not even gonna see this. I don't even want to see. Stop it! You stop that! Stop it! I still see your forehead kind of close. Stop it! <laughs> Oh man! I am so insulted. You just used synchronized time to Xanadu stare me. Shame on you! <laughs> God damn it! Cut it out! God, I love <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? See, we need to be in person, so I don't. I don't get God. <laughs> Rocky boy, you Xana did it. I like that. Okay. Oh no, no, just Xana do it. Now. Is that we're what we're not? Does what Xana don't? No, we need stop. to. We, we need to make. We need stop. to make a. We need to make one of those stop, Nike everybody. style posters with Xana do. Just Xana do it, right? So, I think that's what we need. We totally could because his like janky DP. He was like, Ugh. yeah, uh, exactly. Use that as the 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 Air Jordan silhouette instead. Just Xana do it. There you go. So this is happening. All right, I, I I wait for your Photoshop, Mike. I I, I wait for it. So got you. I got you. <laughs> That'll be the thumbnail for the show tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh my god! When I make the tweet. Oh my god! Slick Tricks is already on it. All <laughs> right. oh, that, that, okay, that's that's we need to Damn do it, that I for. Forgot Slick was in the chat. Damn syn- it! Synchronized T-shirt right there. Just Xana do it. There you go. So. And he's got. You know, a, I asked. I can't up, be Dad? mad. How are you doing? And you know what the worst thing about be, it is? I can't be mad. Just Zana do it. I asked you guys to make shirts. And we're gonna make a. Shirts. We're gonna make just Zana do it, and it's still not gonna be Lucky Glober on that shirt. <laughs> oh, poor.
poor guy. Uh. Okay, I just thought of an awesome shirt idea. It's either Kyo or Shingo annoying Yori because he's bringing up Transformers. And that actually needs to be... We need to commission one of our artist friends to do yeah, it just, just, so just we can Yori sell it as a shirt. with a sound wave. <laughs> but just, why those characters be... in particular? Because Yori gets annoyed at anybody who tries to talk to him. So you might as well make it Shingo or Kyo. You have to make it Kenso, right? That's or the Kenso, appropriate. sure. We, yeah, whoever yeah. you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whoever you want. But but we we need a synchronized shirt like that. Like Kenzo and Iori, and like Iori's holding a sound wave. <laughs> just oh, it man. just you know one of the hidden Easter eggs of yeah. synchronized. <laughs> uh, oh my god, you are an awful. You are like your father. Oh my god. Orochi huh? shirts are not yet live now. No, they're not live yet. This little dog has some stinky little dog farts. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Well, I think that's a good enough note to call it on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that I depends. need to take this dog out. We need to wrap yeah. this show up. Okay. He needs dinner okay. Okay. and he needs his medicine and he needs. He just iggied me. Okay. This so shit just iggied me. My question is, what what do we close out on? We close out on, I believe in miracles. Da, 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 da. No. Gotta find uh, like Olivia, a pot of, pot of Olivia paradise Olivia John Xanadu. Yeah, oh, there you the go. The DDR mix. Yeah, we Olivia can. Dude, I forgot which one it was. There might but be like a chiptune remix, though. There was literally oh, one of the KOF's songs that I played that oh, got tagged. Oh, he got hiccups. He has I, hiccups. Oh, oh no. listen. We can't hear that, I don't think. I saw him, like, shake. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there was actually... I forgot which KOF song it was that got tagged, and I had to mute the ending of our stream because what? of that. Uh, was it Krauser's theme? Oh, Might have been. I can't remember which one. I can't remember which one it was. It was, like, two weeks, two or three weeks ago I had to mute the ending of it, so it was so weird. Oh. Anyways, uh-uh. anyways, which one anyways. should what should I play? Do do the the seven do. I can't. <laughs> yeah, we don't have enough time to look for like a chip tune remix of it or anything. Can we uh, can we do can we do a CVS two song? Well, her, we wait, please? hang on, hang on. I literally just YouTube searched Xanadu chip tune, and this came up. Here you go. Ah, yeah. (laughs) 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 This is terrible. All right, you guys. Good night. This is so bad. Can you imagine somebody having this on their phone?